0: Welcome to Joe Picks, an NFL team. In this podcast, Joe, abandoned by his San Diego Chargers, is evaluating all 32 NFL teams to find out who he should root for next season. For the second leg of our quadruple header, we're going to St. Louis, I mean Los Angeles, to talk about (laughs) the Rams. Superfan Riley, a.k.a. the diabetic, is supplying all the research for this one. By the end of this episode, the rams are either going to march on into the sweet 16 or they will go past the arch and i don't know i didn't do anything whatever hit it jeff
1: joe makes an nfl fucked over wasn't that mean so now he's starting over picking the team joe makes the ratings but dan does all the work woody visit woody cheer each and every single year are the fans an angry mob with them but not with rob Take the city's local booze Wait, Dan. Dan, I have one for you. The rams will either headbutt their way into the Sweet 16 or sheepishly slink away. Ooh, that's good. good, right? That's right. good. really really, I really. I your really, voice in. I really leaned into the sheep metaphor. Um, right. Dan, before we start the rams... Wait, actually, what are we drinking? Tell me about our drink first. <laughs> I got excited for a minute.
0: The drink, number 12. We are drinking a Crystal Kawimoto. It is... One and a half ounces of vodka, one half ounce of grenadine, and six ounces of Crystal Pepsi, which Riley marks as important. This is chosen because of the, uh, chosen because of the Crystal Pepsi explained by a friend who was a Rams fan, a native St. Louisian. If I had to pick a drink, it'd be something with Crystal Pepsi. When I was here, people somewhat acknowledged it and sort of liked it, but no one cared when it was gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joe. How are you enjoying that Crystal
1: Pepsi? Well, I'm using regular Pepsi, which Wait. the whole point of Crystal oh Pepsi God. is that it tastes the same as regular Pepsi, so I figured it didn't matter. But I have to say, just about this drink, before we rate it, which will come later, I have a half ounce of grenadine is a lot of grenadine, which may be why Riley is diabetic. I just <laughs> want to point that out. It's a strange choice for a diabetic. It's All a right. lot of grenadine.
0: Joe. Are, are, I'm sure it was a genetic condition or something. You know, he's he's doing his best. Anyways, lots moving of on. We already did the Damn. fan feedback.
1: I have some fan feedback for the Panthers.
0: No, save that for later. Save that for the third leg.
1: The third leg. All right, all right. All right yeah, all right, I got some leg.
0: emails, Joe. Okay. All right. First email. This is uh <laughs> thoughts from a UK fan, a UK NFL fan on the Jaguars.
1: <laughs> Wait, we already have Jaguar feedback. Yeah, <laughs> he, he already listened to it.
0: We've been facebook liveing this. He says, from Luke, super fan Luke, sent to the, uh, the secret email. <laughs> Why are they a team? Until I started following the NFL, I had never heard of Jacksonville. They are the most irrelevant team in the most irrelevant division. Can't wait for the NFL to ship them over to the Atlantic so I can actively watch and root
1: against them. Thanks for the pod, Luke. So he still wouldn't become a fan, even if they were in his his immediate
0: area yeah he followed your uh your advice or your your rating system all right second email from jay superfan jay again with the uh it's titled poor mules again with the equine (laughs) disputes a mule is half donkey and half horse fuck the saints superfan jay
1: half donkey half horse yeah
0: all right (laughs) i'll allow it (laughs) (laughs) You're ambivalent towards that email?
1: No, I mean I I why not just use a horse? Like is there anything Okay, this is this is what I want to know. Well, a mule can carry more. Horses can carry a fucking lot of stuff. They used to carry whole carriages with people. Okay. Why not do you on do their it? backs though. Okay. There's either one of two possibilities. There's something special about a mule that a mule can do more that somehow the combined like strength of a donkey an intelligence of a horse make like the perfect animal, or you just can't stop horses and donkeys from fucking. It's one of those two things. No, I'd like to know the answer, Jay.
0: Well, it could be both, but I think the mule. The mule is great on like a uh, mountain cliffs. I don't think horses like mountain cliffs. I think a mule, you put all your stuff on, and it. I think you go... no,
1: no, no. I think you're thinking of a llama.
0: No, <laughs> <Like laughs> the Peruvian mountains. I'm definitely not thinking of a llama. I don't even know what a llama is mmm is a llama a type of horse I
1: think a llama is a pachyderm
0: okay this is getting off the rails thank you superfan Jay tell us Jay needs some more
1: clarification here
0: do some horses find donkeys irresistible sexually
1: why what why do we have mules why why can't we just use horses and or donkeys for whatever task
0: I mean to your Your point about finding them irresistible, they must, to some degree, find them irresistible. Otherwise, like, it's not like they can force the horse to, like, have sex with a donkey. Like, the horse must actively be doing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I think there's probably a lot of tricks of the trade that Jay could probably teach us about to get a horse to have sex with anything. But from what I understand is that because a mule is two separate, two different animals having a baby, I don't think a mule... I think I remember learning that mules are are sterile.
0: Yeah. They can't because they're they're different species. Right.
1: So that means that actually The, the horse production and the donkey. Of, right, right. So follow my logic here. The production of a mule is actually super inefficient because a mule can't make more mules. Once you have a mule, that's the end of its genetic line. Yeah. So it would seem like either mules are just sort of an accidental byproduct of having donkeys and horses in the same place. It's like, ah fuck, that donkey got pregnant, it's another goddamn mule. Or they're like, even though this is inefficient, we need a mule because a mule, because a mule can do X, this other thing. And well, I, don't, actually, I don't know the answer.
0: yes the point. The donkey got pregnant. I wonder if it's ever the other way around. Like if a donkey well, has sex with a horse, is it the same as if a horse has sex with a donkey? And by, by have sex, I'm referring to the male and female. Not to say that having sex is a male thing. In fact, it, it, it take everything I said and assume I was talking about a female being the first one.
1: I just think because of the height variance, it'd be easier for the horse to be the male in the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Okay, we don't have time for this. Joe. That's more of a logistical issue. Yeah,
0: yeah. Number one, you want a team that isn't too good or isn't too bad. So now Riley, uh, Superfan Bez, you know, sent an email. You know, no, no, no disrespect. Thank you, Superfan Bez. Great episode. Riley has sent a PowerPoint presentation, and I dare say, it—he's uh, outclassed. Wow! The competition a little bit in his are crystal.
1: There, are there like animations of things like the, swooping in and stuff? There are pictures. His—he's got for can crystal. Can you email Kalimoto, this to me? I don't have it. No, I can't send it I'm at a disadvantage. I can't no, see I would,
0: it. I would have to like go line by line to not, you know. I don't want you to seeing this stuff in advance, but I—I I have. He's got a little picture of the crystal. Wait, can we Kalimoto. post this on the Superfan page after it's done? I mean, I guess. I don't know what the point is. We're just going just gonna to read everything on it. All right, whatever. Number one, team that isn't too good or too bad. He says top third, middle third, bottom third. Oh, my God, we can play the game. He did the research. Joe, what do you think? Bottom third. <laughs> okay, well, in wh- which ones? All of them. All right, Joe, you're right, 100%. Yes. They're the bottom third in all of them. Not even close. Riley says they're 32nd in wins, even behind the Browns. 46 113 and one they haven't oh my god they haven't been above 500 since 2001 Ooh, that's bad wow strangely not the last time they've been in the playoffs they even won a playoff game as they were the first eight and eight team to win a playoff game in 2004 wow look at that their vegas over under is six it's not terrible all-time championships they've appeared in five nfl championships which they were two and three, and three Super Bowls, in which case they were one and two. They won the 1945 NFL Championship, the 1951 NFL Championship, and the 1999... Oh, yeah, yeah, greatest show on turf. That was great. Then they lost in 1949, 1950, 1955, 1979, oh, against the Raiders. Wait, is he going
1: back to, like... Like AFL championships? I'm I'm
0: confused, but whatever, this all makes sense. He's when he says NFL championship, he's counting that as a superset. Oh no 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 he's not. Yeah, they're all separate things. Anyways, and then he says he lost in two thousand and one and he says in his research they lost to themselves, but I believe they lost to the New England Patriots. Gotta mm-hmm. gotta mm-hmm. got copy edit mm-hmm. this
1: right away. They really are to blame for the entire Patriots dynasty, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe the tuck rule is, too. Maybe it, either the Raiders or this team. But yeah. uh, there you go. You don't want a team that's too good or too bad. What do you
1: think? Yeah, this team is definitely too bad right now. And they're sort of the worst p- version of too bad because they've also won many Super Bowls in the past. So even once they're good again, it won't be anything that's groundbreaking. It won't be the first Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, This is a 2 out of 10.
0: 2 out of 10. You give it a 2 out of 10, Riley... Gave it a 1 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah. Riley ranked everything, too. Number two, what does Joe think about the division? So it's an NFC West. Of course, we've done... Oh, we haven't done all the three teams yet. Oh, my God. The 49ers are going to be the last team of our quadruple header. His chances of winning the West... Well, I actually just calculated these numbers for the 49ers. My numbers disagree with him. But I'm going to go with his numbers. He says Seattle, 76% chance. Arizona, 19%. The Los Angeles Rams, 4%, and the San Francisco 49ers at 1%. Basically, this division isn't fun. However, if you're going to be a fan of a team because of how they play in division, the Rams are the team to do it. Take a stab. What is the Rams' record versus the Seahawks since 2011? Last time, Seattle wasn't in the playoffs. Answer, 5-5. Five and five. In that time, the <laughs> Rams have won 31 games. The Hawks have, uh, I'm assuming there's more... Stuff there, but when I converted this PowerPoint to Apple, it likes cutting it off. So, <laughs> whatever. I'm assuming it's saying the Hawks have won like five thousand games. But, anyways, they're five and five against the Seahawks since 2011. What do you think? What do you think about this division? I don't know what your score was the last time we were here because he didn't do that research, or he did, but it's cut off at the bottom <laughs> of the thing.
1: Well, what did I give it last time, Dan?
0: You got to tell me. Seahawks, you gave it a four. Hmm. Cardinals, you gave it a five. Seems like an awfully wow. low score, but maybe you just don't like it because it's not competitive.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I marked it down for, not being competitive, and I think that's equally true for the Rams, but the Rams also have a very small percent chance of of winning it, so that makes it even worse. Let's say three and a half out of ten.
0: Three and a half. Okay, Riley gave it a five and a half. He likes this division. Does the head coach meet a minimum threshold of competence? The Rams head coach is... Not Jeff Fisher. He's wrote Jeff Fisher, but then he crossed it out. Sean McVay, who has been a head coach for about one and a half months. Wow. Jeff Fisher was fired in the first episode of All or Nothing NFL reality series about the Rams, in parentheses, LOL. Sean McVay is 30 years old, which means he would be the fourth oldest player on the team if he was on the active (laughs) roster. McVay has coached as a wide receiver coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a wide receiver coach for the Florida Tuskers of the UFL, the assistant... Yeah, I was wondering why I recognized his name. Assistant tight end coach, then the tight end coach for the Washington Football Club from 2010 to 2013, and the offensive coordinator of the Washington Football Club from 2014 to 2016. He, He says our offense moved from 25th to 10th, but too bad our great offensive coordination was not him but whatever all right joe what i do you don't think? like
1: people i don't like people who are younger than me and like super super successful which as i get older i'm gonna have to contend with more and more so this guy being 34
0: get ready when we talk about the 49ers owner you are gonna be upset
1: i think yeah i mean new coach no look if he's this young and he's rising this fast there's got to be a lot of talent there let's say five and a half out of ten.
0: Five and a half out of
1: ten I probably don't have to say the out of 10 anymore. If we're saving time on this podcast, everyone knows it's out of 10. Riley gave it a three out of 10. Mm. Number four, is the team
0: evil? Wow. Riley broke up his ranking. This This is specific. He says, they've had seven incidents in the last five years, the lowest of all teams between 2000 and 2014. All are pretty minor. DUI, drugs, all marijuana, probation violations. Player highlight, tough to find any. Ethan Westbrook's i mean who is that that's i mean that's nobody has a domestic dispute team is about to sign him then says no then after a little investigating there's nothing definitive found and after the charges are dropped a month later the rams sign him all right little fun trey mason had a warrant out for not showing up to court for a traffic violation led police on chase on an atv then it was pulled because he didn't ever receive the letter it was sent to the wrong address whoops wow lucky him yeah that's nice
1: well, that doesn't seem like much, right? Um, he said they have say, the lowest of uh, of all yeah, the that's, teams. That's pretty good. Uh, let's say eight and a half out of ten.
0: All right, eight and a half out of ten. He gave it a nine out of ten.
1: Joe, we're, we're close. We're in the ballpark. Oh, part.
0: you're on the. You're right in the range. In fact, if I total all your scores together, you're at. You're only one point off. You know, you guys are like a little higher or wow. lower on certain things, but you're honing in. He's a great predictor. Okay, can't root for a team. Bobbert roots for his notes are uh joe you got this one and he gives no prediction of the ranking oh that's weak riley you should have you should have guessed something i'm gonna guess for riley i'm gonna guess well you know we're just gonna shoot it right down the middle we're gonna say riley guesses five. Oh, i shouldn't have saved that until uh after you it could influence you but whatever
1: no that's fine i'm just calling balls and strikes dan So Rob rates the Rams as his 15th favorite team. So he likes them more than the Jaguars, but still right in the middle. He says, I like the 80s LA Rams a lot. Great franchise. This new incarnation is not that at all. There is zero buzz for supporting them this time. At best, they'll be the third favorite football team in LA behind UCLA and USC. I'd argue fourth with the Raiders, but okay. Uh, and yeah. there is nothing to like about them. Oh, that's it. Okay. And there's and there's nothing to like about them. Harsh. Uh
0: that's a little worse than ambivalent.
1: Yeah, that doesn't feel like a 15. That feels like a 28. But yeah. you know, Rob Rob is a Rob is an enigma and that's why we love him. So, he this is this is a very negative description with a mediocre or ambivalent ranking, so let's just put it at 5 out
0: of 10. Oh my god, Joe. You and Riley are just... Right on the money. You see the world in the exact same way. Except for, if only he knew your love of Coke and not Pepsi. It's true. Number six. Is this a city Joe would enjoy visiting for a game? says, I'm straight up stealing this from the Chargers episode. It's a 7 out of 10, and I'm tired of all this research already. Well, I can't argue with Uh, that. They're
1: (laughs) they're getting a taste for your life, Dan.
0: I can't argue with that.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, it's L.A., the one thing I will say, I'm going to put it in this ranking because it's true, that it would be sort of the ultimate trolling move of the Chargers to pick the other team in Los Angeles. Like we talked about this with the Raiders episode, that if you know, if part of my desire to pick a new team is anger at the Chargers for moving, picking their rival is a good thing to pick. The other way to go about that is picking the other team in, in LA.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I'm going to give them a little bit of a boost there in this category. And let's say a eight out of ten. If only they were
0: slightly better. Uh, you know, I, I've said, you know, I've I've never been to an NFL stadium, but I have been to the Coliseum many, many mm-hmm. times. So mm-hmm. I've been to that stadium, and apparently the uh, research, the reports from the ground, are saying that the Coliseum is awesome to watch football games from. Because although I've never been to an actual NFL stadium. I've been to the Coliseum, and they're like, this is so great. There aren't, like, sections. It's just one giant stadium, which I assume what all NFL stadiums are like. But apparently, they're all very segmented, and there's it's all, like, very disconnected. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And the Coliseum, you know, it's all just one giant bowl. And it's just, like, you can walk from the bottom to the top just once when you're in the section.
1: It's sort of crazy to me, because in, like, the race to own Los Angeles, which is now, I mean, it's sort of between the Chargers and the Rams and still like the specter of the Raiders and whatever other team people root for. Well, by the
0: way, the next franchise, the next like Peyton Manning, the next quarterback that everybody is saying is going to be the number one quarterback like coming in the draft next year that teams should tank for him is the current USC quarterback, Sam Darnold, who was teams are already, the Jets are tanking this year. The tanking for Darnold is already beginning right now. So when you're talking about the most relevant football story coming out of Los Angeles, it is almost certainly the USC games and Sam Darnold and not either of these teams.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that's a problem for both teams right now. And, and where I was going, and I guess it's interesting you bring that up because I think it's another factor too. I'm surprised there's not more of a concerted effort to be really, really great right off the bat. And I know it's hard. It's hard to, like... If it were easy for owners to, you know, flip a switch and suddenly become an amazing franchise, they would. It's not like uh, Premier League soccer or baseball where you can just throw a shitload of money at, at a problem. However, the fact that the Rams kept Jeff Fisher for so long, and it, it's like to me, it would seem like the most imperative thing would be to have a playoff run right away, and especially now that there's another NFL team.
0: Of course, you'd you'd love that, but
1: but my point is they should they should they they need that both the both the la teams need that more than 30 other nfl teams definitely or the other way to do that is to just sort of crib some of usc's popularity by drafting prominent usc or ucla players yeah i just
0: it, like if you're a usc fan You're not going to go to a Rams game. You're just—you're not going to be a Rams fan. I mean, if you're a college (laughs) football fan, you're already going to be fan of some team. The whole—it just doesn't make sense.
1: But didn't you follow Carson Palmer and Mark Sanchez and all those folks in the NFL? Uh, Minimally, okay, minimally. Anyway,
0: Dan, we're taking too long. Let's move on. What's number seven? Does the team have players for fantasy? Okay. Well, we know the one bit of information that will add is that as far as the twenty-fourth pick. Uh, The Rams haven't been selected yet in the team's draft, so they're clearly terrible. Yep. Uh, Quarterback, Jared Goff. He says, a 26th best quarterback. Could be better this year. Maybe you want this in a 2QB league. Running back, Todd Gurley. Pretty good. Could be upper tier first, second round running back. Wide receiver. There wasn't a top 40 wide receiver for the Rams in this year's projection, so not good. That's bad. Tight end, Tyler Higby, 29th. Good backup for your bye week, probably. I don't know. I feel like you could do better than 29th.
1: (laughs) Well, literally, there's only three ways you could do worse, but okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Defense, special teams, 23rd last year, but expected to finish fifth overall this year, question mark? Interesting stat, though. Rams held their opponents to less than 14 points five times last year, though they only won four games. Kicker, who cares? Yeah, it's tough to have a good defense score when your offense is so dreadfully bad and your young quarterback is throwing so many interceptions that the team, like, gets the But didn't the the Rams have, like,
1: two games last year that were, like, three to nothing in the final score
0: uh, maybe i don't know
1: well anyway not a lot of fantasy options this seems like actually one of the worst fantasy teams uh i can imagine let's say uh three out of ten.
0: Three out of ten all right riley, riley say one and a half oh Riley. i think i think riley's closer than you are okay number eight is the owner a monster the owner of the los angeles rams is stan Kroenke. He's the first owner to move a team in 19 years. The last one before that was Cleveland to Baltimore. Basically asked St. Louis if they wanted a new stadium. St. Louis said no, so he moved the team. Interesting, though. Kroenke did this while the city was still in debt for the Edward Jones Dome. I don't know what that is, but it might be relevant. That's where they played
1: before. Yeah.
0: Wow. Basically never wanted the team to be there. Went there for no apparent reason and left because of money. And uh, I can't say his final point because it gives away his score. So you also have some specific Stan Kroenke, you know, feelings that he did not mention here.
1: Yeah. I mean, Stan Kroenke. Well, so first of all, let me just say two things about him. One, the chargers are not in Los Angeles. If the Rams don't move there, they're playing in that stadium. Like this is like, he is as directly responsible for this as anyone. So let's put that as a factor. But then Secondly, he owns fucking Arsenal, Ugh. Tottenham's biggest rival, the team that I hate the most. I hate Arsenal more than I hate the Raiders or any NFL team. Are they sure.
0: the Gunners? They are. They are. Those yeah. fuckers. I hate them, Joe. As
1: this last year was the first year in like 40 years that Tottenham finished above Arsenal that they're like the worst kind of enemy because they're always slightly better. Well, you better should than have us. done
0: it 2 years ago, but you blew it in those last like oh, three games up. or it, something.
1: It literally the last game, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's terrible. It makes me hate them all the more. And I mean, here's like it's an honest dilemma because if I rooted for that team, literally any dollar that I gave to the Rams Stan Kroenke could be like, "Oh, I'm going to spend this on Arsenal." Yeah. I would be indirectly, or I, I would be directly. Supporting no, directly. Arsenal. Yeah, I would have to offset every Rams dollar I spent. I'd have to just send money to Daniel Levy with the Totem Hotspur. I can't. You can't I afford that, I Joe. Do that.
0: that doubles I, the cost of everything.
1: I don't know how I could do it. What did I give to your illustrious owner, Dan Snyder? You gave
0: one Daniel Snyder a big fat zero.
1: <sighs> okay, Stan Kroenke is not as far as i know an overt racist so we're not going to give him a zero and he does have a sort of like epic mustache which i have to give some credit for so does con in
0: the last episode although you gave him a good score
1: i'm gonna say half
0: oh my god joe and riley's final bullet point is and i kid you not isn't dan snyder therefore i give half out of ten Wow, Riley, we are on the same page. The unbelievable, Joe. This is crazy. Wow. Number nine, rate the uniform and the logo. Rams logo, horns, blue and gold. Background of this PowerPoint. Oh, uh, look at that. Hey, well, I didn't even realize that. The, the color of the PowerPoint is Rams themed. Got their name from Fordham University. In 1936, several Cleveland Rams players were from Fordham's team and Fordham's college mascot was the Rams. Interesting side note, Rams are the first NFL team to not have just a color as the helmet. In 1948, Rams put the horn on the helmet. In 1958, the Eagles followed suit with their wings, and in 1960, the Vikings followed as well with their horns. Now, every team has a logo on their helmet except for the Browns, so thank the Rams for that. Good work, Riley. That's, That's the research I like to hear.
1: That's some deep research. The other thing that I like about the helmet, and I, he lists many of the other teams that are in this, the Vikings, the Eagles, the Chargers are one of these two, where they don't have the team, like the team crest or the team logo on the helmet. I guess the Chargers, the Bolt is their logo too. But the Rams logo isn't actually on their helmet. It's the horns on the helmet, which I like.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's like the players are sort of like becoming personifications Rams. of yes. the logo.
1: They are themselves, they they are dressed like rams. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's good. And the color rush is pretty sweet, Dan. You got to look at it real quick.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's nice, right? Yeah, I like yeah, that's that. That's nice...
1: You know, the, the last one we looked
0: at, you know, same, similar base color, but it did look like a giant mustard thing. But this is like they figured out how to make it work.
1: Yeah, and it definitely works. It looks good.
0: It feels like uh, they're cheating the color rush, though, with the little stripes.
1: I know. They are kind of... Well... I agree. If you look at one of the lower color rush, they kind of have like a, a different type of stripe. It looks like, a um, oh, this is like a mock-up though. But yeah. see,
0: it works so well with the helmet though. Like it's, it's cool. I love it.
1: I like the logo. I like the colors. I like the historical nature of it that Riley gave it. That context, I'm going to say seven and a half out of 10. Oh my God.
0: Joe, I was good. I was going to be freaked out for a second that Riley gave it a seven. Ooh, we if, we were. Close. If you had said seven, well, I mean, you said seven. I was like, this is this is getting a little. I'm I'm actually getting a little uncomfortable here, but, whoo, that's okay. You're half a point off. You're different people. Number ten. Yeah, what if Riley the Dietbeck was actually just you sending in emails under an alter ego? I mean, I know got, you'd never make this PowerPoint, but,
1: right? That would be that would be so much more
0: work than I want to do. <laughs> I know until he sent me this powerpoint there was nothing that could have distinguished him from you (laughs) do they play a style of play enjoyable to you short answer no long answer no the rams won four games last year in two of those wins they didn't score a touchdown yeah there you go joe it's three to zero victories yeah They were 17th in defensive DVOA, but not because the defense was consistently average. They either gave up 40 points in a game or 6. And 32nd in offensive DVOA, dead, stinking last. The Rams scored 224 points last year. The Eagles, 16th in offense in 2014, scored 224 points in their first 9 games. The Rams scored 23 touchdowns in 2016, just short of 1.5 per game for reference the falcons scored 63 this year wow yeah the rams are beyond pitiful at offense please don't score this high at all their close meaningful games are decided by the kickers nobody wants that and then again it it cuts off so there might have been more stuff about
1: how bad their offense is i like touchdowns dan it's hard to picture rooting for a team that doesn't score touchdowns that seems bad
0: you don't like the three zero victory that's not uh that's not exciting you
1: i feel like if it's a 3-0 victory that is like born out of over competence like oh these are two these defenses are just both so good but i feel like when you're watching a rams game it's not that the defense that they're playing is so good maybe their defense is playing very well that game that's great but the other defense isn't it's not that they're so great i mean one of those games it was 9-6 against the jets the jets did not have a great defense this year did they
0: Uh, I mean, the Jets did everything terribly, so...
1: Right. So that was just because their offense couldn't do anything. Uh, So I'm going to say 2 out of 10.
0: Wow, 2 out of 10. Riley gives them a big, fat zero. Riley should know that I don't give zeros. What? You've given zeros in the past. Only for extreme cases. Number 11. What is interesting about this fan base? I could talk about the Rams fans who don't even care that they left. I could talk about the hundreds of Rams fans who showed up to the team announcement in LA and cheered, we love Stan, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave you, Dan, with this. And he sent me a YouTube link, which again, because of the program, I cannot, I can't even select it. So I have no idea what it is. (laughs) So Joe. So we're just
1: supposed to judge based on some YouTube link that you can't open?
0: Wait, wait, Joe. Just do it like the last time. Give me a okay. reaction in case the YouTube video is like really good. And then I'll edit that in. And then if it's really bad, give me one of those and I'll edit that in.
1: Do we think it's okay? Okay. So I'm going to give you two reactions. I mean, I literally have
0: no idea what it is. Yeah, I read yeah, yeah. what he said.
1: Yeah. I'm going to give you one. That's like, if it's something really funny and good. And then one, if it's something like offensive and shocking. Okay. Ready? Okay. I'll yeah. give you the, give you the funny. Okay. Ready? Ready?
0: Fans, we want to have the loudest stadium in the NFL. To help us all come together as the 12th Ram, we've created Ram Rules. Follow these five rules to give our huh. team don't field huh. advantage. Oh, together oh. as one, we can uh-huh. do it. We, we can, can do it!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Okay, okay, I see, I see what he did there. That was good, that was good.
0: Well, now give me the other one. Ram Rule 1. Third down and goal. When the Rams offense is at work at the line...
1: Oh. Oh, no. No. Ram rule Dan, no. He's got a first down. Every first down for the Rams, our announcer says St. Louis. Is he going to? Oh, no, no, no.
0: On third down, let's help our Rams
1: by making some noise. Oh, my God. Okay, turn it off. Dan, turn it off. I can't watch anymore. Turn it off. (laughs) It's off, Joe. It's off. (sighs) Okay. Wow. Wow, uh, I mean, after watching that awesome slash horrific video, I'm gonna say two out of ten.
0: Two out of ten. Woof. <laughs> Riley gave them a four. <laughs> 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 uh, Twelve. Rate the drink. <laughs> what do you What do you give it? Oh, wait, he rated the drink at the beginning.
1: Yeah, this drink is great.
0: Oh, he didn't rate the drink.
1: Oh my god. Riley.
0: That's weak. Oh maybe well, he's know. he's not drinking all that Pepsi Joe.
1: No, good. I mean Riley, yeah. Be safe, Riley. Uh this drink was great. I enjoyed it. How'd you like yours?
0: Uh I'm drinking what the 49ers episode drank. God
1: damn it, Dan. Uh yeah, it was it was very sweet, but it tasted great. Seven and a half out of ten.
0: Seven I can actually figure out what he could have rated it because he gave me a total score. So he gave the drink a one and a half because wow. I, I will now get you what he said. His final survey is overall they scored 45. As much as I think this team has suffered, if these guys make it on, I don't know what to say. This team has been garbage for years and it has terrible ownership. They're basically the Chargers in that they moved to L.A., but they're not at all because they are inconceivably worse of an NFL team and haven't had a winning record since I was in first grade no so Riley gave them a 45 you gave them a 55 Joe so their contemporaries around 55 are exactly the same contemporaries around the Jaguars 53 and a half including the Jaguars which are all nos
1: well unfortunately for the Rams we're gonna have to say goodbye to them here
0: oh no all right well you know what the rams the jaguars you dismissed and they didn't even have a score higher than seven but the rams had some moments they had eight and a half they did in the not being evil they had an eight in the city they had a couple seven and a halves including the drink but was not enough to wipe away the various sins of being a terrible team
1: and owning arsenal i mean Maybe I should give him more credit in, for the fact that he's he's sort of run Arsenal fairly incompetently, and Arsenal fans hate him. Yeah, but but at this point, you know, I couldn't I couldn't give that money. I'm glad I yeah. didn't move on, Dan.
0: You're right. Everything's twice as expensive. All right, Joe. On to the All second right. half of this quadruple header.
1: Thanks, Dan. See ya.